from the studios of Adventist World Radio in Pune. From Adventist World Radio in Pune. A warm welcome to you as you join us. This is our international English service. In our program today, we bring inspirational music, health talk on principles of life that are basic. With more enjoyable music, you'll also hear God's word to enrich you spiritually. This is your host, Sharad. And I'm Maureen, and you're listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Let's begin our program with a song. Sweet. Sweet chariot, for to carry me home. Swing low, swing low, sweet chariot, coming for to carry me. Took a look over Jordan and what did I see? Coming for to carry me home. A band of angels coming after me. Coming for to carry me home. Ride the chariot. Swing low, sweet chariot. Coming for to carry me home. Swing low, swing low, sweet chariot. Coming for to carry me home. I'm sometimes up. I'm sometimes down. Coming for to carry me home, but still my soul is glory bound. Coming for to carry me home, if you get there before I do. Coming for to carry me home, tell all my friends I'm coming to. Coming for to carry me home, swing low, swing low, sweet chariot. Coming for to carry me home. It's time to hear a health talk. Stay with us. Instead of meat, since the saturated fats began to be suspected of playing a part in producing hardening of the arteries, arteriosclerosis and coronary heart disease, women have taken a second look at meatless menus to avoid the harmful effects of meat fats. Can good health and adequate nutrition be maintained on a meatless diet? They can. Multiplied thousands of women are doing that very thing. Let us check a few facts. It is true that meat protein is a good quality of protein. 
nutritionally speaking but most people overload their system with it the average person needs only about 1 ounce of protein daily for good measure 2 ounces is plenty it is easy for him to get this amount and the proper kind of protein from sources other than meat eggs have an even better protein than meat and milk protein is as good as meat protein but let us look to the vegetable kingdom for high quality protein soya beans and garbanzos that's chickpea contain perfect protein most other legumes like beans peas lentils peanuts and the like contain slightly less perfect proteins interestingly enough the protein fractions that legumes lack are abundant in whole grains the normal use of whole grain in the diet supplies that slight lack and balances the legume protein in a perfect protein the resulting protein is every bit as nutritious as that of meat whole grain wheat has an excellent grade of protein so do whole grain rice whole grain rye and whole grain oats most grains are a little low in certain protein components but the very things they need are supplied in abundance by legume proteins legume and whole grains complement each other into perfect proteins nuts are one of the finest sources of protein in the world many people eat them after they have been made hard to digest by deep fat frying and heavy salting try them fresh and without salt enjoy the natural nutty flavor fruits and leafy vegetables contain excellent proteins although in small quantities potatoes contain a high quality protein hulled sunflower seed is a delicacy enjoyed by russians and americans the russians have used them for centuries sunflower seed contains 17% of high quality protein other sources of best protein are various food yeasts like brewers yeast torula yeast and others and wheat germ flakes wheat germ is a heart of the wheat berry that living part destined to reproduce its kind those who eat only white bread miss the nutrition found in wheat germ a fact many people are not aware of is that meat is one of the poorest sources of all minerals except phosphorus which is also abundant in grains and legumes a laboratory analysis of meat might reveal a fair iron content most meat contains much blood but it is not in a form readily available to the human body dried beans contain 3 times as much iron as beef contains peas wheat and oatmeal contain twice as much beef iron is only about 11% available to human body whereas iron from vegetable sources is largely digestible and available as human nutrition a few years ago some nutritionists discovered what vegetarian physicians have long known that meat in the diet will not prevent anemia in the journal nutrition reviews the author of a special article said it comes as somewhat of a surprise to learn that a diet composed entirely of meat will regularly cause severe anemia in mice beef induced the most severe anemia but pork had a similar effect chicken muscle was slightly less effective in causing anemia 
people mistakenly believe that they need what they call good red meat to build red blood the truth of the matter is that ordinary muscle meat is an exceedingly poor blood builder and in view of the animal experiments cited may actually be a cause of anemia food from the vegetable kingdom is still our best blood builder the iron of whole wheat and bran is most effective for hemoglobin formation than lean beef liver and egg yolk people think that meat is a good source of vitamins actually meat except for liver kidney and entrails is a poor source of vitamins muscle meat is a fair source of some of the b vitamins but whole grains and legumes are far superior sources vitamin e is most abundant in seeds vitamins a and c are lacking in steak but are amply supplied in fruits and vegetables if you are looking for vitamins look to the vegetable kingdom the fat of meat is mostly of the saturated kind which is being increasingly incriminated as a cause of hardening of the arteries the natural fat of the vegetable kingdom is largely the unsaturated fat which tends to prevent hardening of the arteries an added dividend enjoyed by people who prefer a vegetarian diet most meat is highly seasoned by the cook and by the gourmet at the table many people would not enjoy the meat unless it was highly seasoned with salt spices and fat study shows that it is the fat flavors of meat that people crave not the protein food from the vegetable kingdom has its own delicate flavors and it needs little seasoning when you choose a meatless way of life you learn to enjoy natural food flavors you avoid many diseases that are found in or are transmitted by meat and you largely avoid the saturated fats which produce damage to the blood circulatory system some people regard vegetarianism as a passing fad it is not a fad and it is not passing it is a continuing way of life it is the oldest diet known to the human race when you purchase a new automobile or a scooter it is it not the part of wisdom to use the fuels and lubricants recommended by the designers should the human body receive less consideration than your new car are you looking for a diet to give you better health a better way of life less illness try a diet without meat you will be pleased with the results thank you for our nice health talk we are sure it was hope for the despondent cheer for the sick and rest for the weary keep listening to awr it will open the door to a new experience in your life to know more on our program you are welcome to write to us on adventist world radio post box number 17 pune 411001 maharashtra india you can also email us on adventist media center at gmail.com You could also hear all our programs on our website that's on awr.org/englishprogram Before you hear God's word here's another song Once I 
in a sinful dark valley. Oh, hope within. Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot with Mike Tucker. Hello, I'm Mike Tucker. I'm Elizabeth Talbot. The story of a little boy whose brother needed a transfusion. 
When they asked him if he would give his blood, since they had the same blood type, he agreed. And as they were sitting there, they placed the needle in his arm, and the blood was starting to come from his veins. And the little boy asked a question. Oh yes, I want to know what that question was. And the question was, "When do I die?" When do I die?、What? He thought that giving his blood for his brother would、oh. cost him his life, and he was willing to do that. Wow, how、he、sweet is that? He just didn't know when it was going to happen. Well, how sweet is that? You know,、uh, sometimes we don't realize that the children might not understand what we're asking them to、no. do. And he, this kid, had to go over all this process in his mind,、That's、saying,、right. "Am I willing to give my life for my brother?" For my brother, and he came to a place where he said, "Yes." Yes, I'm willing to do that. Yes, I am.、Uh, you know, the whole story of Jesus、uh, giving his life for us、um, is such a deliberate、um, plan of salvation.、Mm-hmm. This is not something that Jesus found halfway there. That this was the real thing. Yeah, it, it's not it, a blood transfusion. That this is is his life that he's giving, and、uh, we are given many details in the Gospel of Matthew that say this was the process that Jesus went through to realize and knowing specifically that he's about to die. He's about this to die. This is not blood transfusion. No, and this was not something which dawned on him later in his ministry.、Mm-hmm. He knew this from the beginning. This was a part of the plan. He came to this realization, and he said, "This is what we've got to do." Yes, and he made up his mind, and、mm-hmm. we have already done、uh, that night in the Garden of Gethsemane when. He's asking if there's any other way,、yeah. and, and God says no. There's no other way, and He says, "Okay, okay. Let's, let's go with the plan. Not my will, but yours be done.、That's、let's go、right. for it. This is the way that it is." And so we find、uh, Jesus now before Pilate.、Uh, Pilate is the governor. And the governor is going to ask him some questions、that's、because,、right. see, the Jews did not have、um, the, the authority polit- to put someone to death, did they? That's right. They couldn't politically put somebody.、Mm-hmm. To, they could say、uh, it was a blasphemy all they、right. wanted, but they、right. didn't have the the power to do capital. That's、uh, right. Capital know, punishment, punishment was not within their、uh, realm of authority. That's right. So when we start、um, this questioning in chapter twenty seven of Matthew,、mm-hmm. and we're going to pick it up on verse eleven,、uh, the governor now is different. This is not the authorities of the Jews anymore. This is Is the political figure of the Roman、mm-hmm. Empire. So, 11. verse eleven says, "Meanwhile, Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, 'Are you the King of the Jews?' 'Yes, it is as you say,' Jesus replied. When he was accused by the chief priests and the elders, he gave no answer. Then Pilate asked him, 'Don't you hear the testimony they are bringing against you?' But Jesus made no reply." Not even to a single charge, to the great amazement of the governor. See, the, the governor is a custom of people trying to to say, "Hey, I didn't do anything That's wrong." Right. And, That's right. You know, I'm innocent here. Leave me alone. Yeah. So, so here, the government is not finding anything wrong with Jesus, and he says,、no. "Well, maybe we have to go back to this custom that we have, that we give out one、uh, prisoner, and、That's、maybe、right. the people will say, 'Okay, fine, let let、mm-hmm. Jesus go.' So maybe we can pick it up from 15. Verse 15. Now it was the governor's custom at the feast to release a Prisoner chosen by the crowd. At that time, they had a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So, when the crowd had gathered, Pilate asked them, "Which one do you want me to release to you, Barabbas, or Jesus, who is called Christ?" And here's the narrative. It goes into a suspense. We、mm-hmm. we are hoping that they will choose Christ. You yeah, know, release, release Christ.、Yeah. You know, and actually, the narrative stops, and Matthew inserts a story here that is not found on any other gospel,、mm-hmm. which is how、uh, Pilate's wife 
it is uh, you know at that time they expected um, some kind of revelation from the gods through mm-hmm. dreams you That's know right. nowadays we believe God communicates with us through his word through That's nature right. through many other things mm-hmm. but at that time it was through dreams and this woman has a dream and he says look uh, my husband That's right. you know Mike this is a good thing for you to learn to listen to your wife <laughs> <laughs> so, she'll so, be glad to hear this too, yes yeah listen to your wife because wives are very wise <laughs> yes right but verse 19 it says why Pilate was sitting on the judge's seat, his wife sent him this message, don't have anything to do with that innocent man, for I have suffered a great deal today in a dream because of him. Uh, But the chief priest and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and to have Jesus executed. And the governor said to them, verse 21, which of the two, you know, remember we left the story there, they were choosing. Barabbas or Jesus that you want? Yes, and and actually it's very interesting because verse 22 says, Jesus, the one that's called the Christ. I mean, he's trying to almost saying, this is the one you guys have been waiting for. all." He's called Messiah. (laughs) Who is this? What shall I do then with Jesus who is called Christ? Pilate asked. They all answered. Crucify him. Crucify him. This is one of the most chilling stories yeah. that we have because a few chapters ago, not that many, yeah. we have the whole crowd. The triumphant entry. Yes, the triumphal entry. They're going, Hosanna to the son of David. That's and right. all of a sudden, the same crowd is now... Crucifying. Isn't it unbelievable it, it, how it fast the crowd can... how fast we change and how fast we turn. Yes, and so Pilate does this very strange custom. He does something weird here. We're yeah. going to pick it up on verse 24. Verse 24, when Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere, but that instead an uproar was starting, he took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd. I am innocent of this man's blood, he said. It is your responsibility. Now, this is actually taken from a practice that we find in the book of Deuteronomy. Yes, this practice was known in many different circles, but the Old Testament does speak to us of it um, in this book. And uh, actually, we can uh, uh, go directly to chapter 21, where where it explains that if a person was found lying uh, dead in the open country and nobody was taking responsibility, Right. for this. The people that were close by in the closest city mm-hmm. had to do this strange little act to yeah. avenge his blood and be mm-hmm. innocent of be, their blood. Show their the, innocence of it. And that's found yeah. in Deuteronomy 21, starting with verse 6. If you want to, we can uh, start before so that they know what okay, we're talking back about. A little bit further. Yeah, Where yeah. do you want to start? Uh, maybe one, two, three to explain okay. and then go to six. If a man is found slain, lying in a field in the land the Lord your God is giving you to possess, and it is not known who killed him, your elders and judges shall go out and measure the distance from the body to the neighboring towns. Then the elders of the town nearest the body shall take a heifer that has never been worked and has never worn a yoke and lead her down to the valley that has not been plowed or or planted and where uh, there is a flowing stream. There in the valley they are to break the heifer's neck. The priest, the sons of Levi, shall step forward for uh, the Lord your God has chosen them to minister and to pronounce blessings in the name of the Lord and to decide all cases of dispute and assault. And then what they were supposed to do was this very act. The elders of the city, in verse 6, that were nearest to this lame animal will wash their hands mm-hmm. over the heifer who has just died in the place of whoever killed this man. Mm-hmm. And, and on top of this dead animal, they wash their hands and they say, our hands did not shed this blood, nor did our eyes see it. And that way they were purging the land That's from right. this guilt uh, of whoever had killed That's this right. man. So it's very interesting to find Pilate doing this doing thing. Doing the same thing. He's saying, hey, Jesus is about to die, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be innocent of his blood. I'm, I'm not I've killing got him. I have nothing to do with this. I'm washing my hands of this. Yeah, you 
guys are killing him, he's saying. Yeah. And you know what the people arrogantly answer on verse 25 of Matthew 27? All the people answered, let his blood be on us and on our children. See, it's unbelievable how people are saying, hey, that's fine. His blood yeah. can be on us. We'll that's take right. responsibility. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, it's like the terrorist when they do an act and they yeah. claim it. Uh-huh. They say, hey, we did all that. We killed all those people. Their blood is on us. Yes. It, they're, they're so sure that they're doing the right thing mm-hmm. that they're saying, let his blood be on us. Be on us. What they didn't understand is that he <laughs> was dying. He was shedding his blood for be, them. Yeah. His blood, really what they wanted was for his blood to be on them because that meant that they would be covered, their sins would be forgiven and no longer seen by a righteous and holy God. You know, this is probably one of the most unfair chapters in the Bible. There was a prophecy, and, and many of you know it, uh, about the fact that Jesus actually would die for his people, but they wouldn't understand that mm-hmm. he, he was dying for them. Isaiah 53 is called the Proto-Gospel because mm-hmm. it's one of those chapters in the Old Testament that is like the Gospel of the New Testament, That's but right. it's said ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And it was said here that he will actually die for his people, but who was going to understand this? That's who was right. going to understand That's what's right. happening? And maybe you want to read verse 5 of Isaiah 53. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities, the punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds we are healed. And so here we have that he is dying mm-hmm. uh, for for their life. So so it's exactly backwards. They're saying, hey, we're going to take responsibility That's for right. his life, for his blood. And Jesus is saying, no. guess what? My blood is taking responsibility That's right. for you. I'm taking responsibility for you, for your sins, for everything you've done wrong. Yeah, this is one of the striking things about Jesus, that even when he's being crucified, he mm-hmm. he's going to ask forg- about forgiveness for the ones that are crucifying. That's, him. that's incredible to me. Um, you know, it's one thing to ask forgiveness for people who have never harmed you. It's one thing to stand up for people who you believe to be innocent. But when you know they are guilty, and not just guilty of just anything, but guilty of your blood, mm-hmm. then to say, Father, forgive them. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I will give my life for them. That is absolutely incredible to yeah, me. Yeah, it's incredible. You know, this little kid that we started the the whole story That's with right. today, you know, he, he was giving a blood transfusion and he That's thought he right. was giving his life, but he had come to a place where he had decided yeah. to give his life. You know what? Jesus decided way before. I mean, the plan of salvation is what this Bible is all about. Long before anyone listening to us was born. Jesus made that determination, I'm going to die for you. I'm going to win your salvation so that you don't have to, to drink of the, of the cup of God's wrath. Mm-hmm. You don't have to suffer the penalty, the payment for your sins. Mm-hmm. You can have eternity with me. Yeah, and this, this is the good news of the gospel, that actually somebody else died in your place, and his blood gave you life. He is your substitute. He paid your penalty, and because of that, you can enjoy something that only he deserves, and that is eternity and glory. Amen. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101institute.org. That's Jesus101institute.org. Until next time, live free. Woohoo!
with this, we have almost come to the end of our broadcast. To know more on God's Word, you are always welcome to write to us on Adventist World Radio, Post Box Number 17, Pune, 41001, Maharashtra, India. You may also email us on Adventist Media Center at gmail dot com. We also invite you to visit our website for these programs, and that is awr dot org slash English program. This is your host Sharad, and I'm Maureen signing off from Adventist World Radio. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Until then, we wish you goodbye and God bless you. 